0: Okay, welcome back to another episode with Wellness with Mo. Hi, my name is Mo, and this week we have uh, an inspirational and an awesome coach, uh, author, motivational speaker, uh, Jamshid Durrani, better known as the Catalyst Coach uh hi Sheet. how are you doing
1: i'm doing very well Mama. thank you so much for having me on your show today uh, you're, you're
0: most most welcome uh tell it, 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 and you know i always like to start with a small introduction or back backstory of yourself of how how, how you became such a, a inspirational coach and uh, and they were your journey to become uh, a peak performer so uh, tell me more uh, about your journey how it started and, and, and how
1: you 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 see you see it ending or uh, progressing well just to give you a little background of myself um, see my personality is 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 a very straightforward you know very blunt person okay I yes. just I just say things the way it is you know no sugar coating n- nothing just to please the other person what you yes. see is what you get okay. now a lot of people unfortunately a lot of people don't take that too kindly uh, yeah. and and they don't like they don't like hearing the truth yes yes
0: yes they 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 prefer so, sugar coating every, everything and and uh, uh, I, I'm like you, Jamsheet, I like people who are brutally honest with me, uh, maybe sometimes it's not, I mean, yeah, the honesty is too brutal, but but, uh, but really it does does a perspective in how I think and, uh, and where I want to go, it's better for me to, to have su- such a, a feedback than something sugarcoated and I wouldn't understand what to do next.
1: Absolutely. And you know, come to think of it, like, for me personally, if somebody is telling me, sugarcoating something and telling me and that person happens to be a friend of mine, then I don't think he truly is a friend. Yes, yes, exactly. Because a true friend would actually tell you what you don't want to hear.
0: Yes, yes, he would uh, straight up tell you in your your face, like we say, the, the truth. If, if, if he sees you did something that is not correct or you shouldn't have acted that way you he, he would point out or uh, same thing uh, on the opposite if you see something that you didn't like about your friend you will point out and, and he should uh, on both sides, uh, sides be I mean accepting the, the criticism or, or the reply
1: absolutely anyway coming back to your original question so yes because of this, personality of mine I would always have issues with with my bosses because they would not like me being like brutal to their face yes 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 bosses. and on top of that another another blessing I can say is that I was born with a lot of confidence I'm a person who has confidence and I'm confident in whatever I do yes yes uh, that's, with- that's an important actually absolutely so based on this I'm also a perfectionist so when it came to my 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 career my job role I would be absolutely immaculate so my bosses really couldn't you know come after me if they wanted to because I would leave them no no excuse no excuse and no room to, for them
0: to to wiggle their their selves
1: uh, uh, so that absolutely. they
0: can find find something uh, he did at fault or anything um, what's what's Absolutely. interesting Absolutely. Uh, interesting is uh, uh for i'm mean, sorry for cutting you but you said you were you have the, the talent or you, you you are a confident person by nature so um, if Absolutely. i come to, if i come to you as a, a normal individual and asks you that I'm, an, I'm not a confident person what would your
1: advice be Well, my advice would be, it's actually very easy, very easy to boost your confidence because end of the day, everything is up here. Okay. It's it's how you, it's how you program your mind that matters. Yes.
0: Yes, I, I, I
1: agree. So for, for for a person like me, I never had to program anything because it was already programmed, but yes. for somebody who lacks the confidence. It's all up here. And we have us as coach, especially you, Mohammed, being a mindfulness coach, I think you know it better how you how you program the mind to become more confident. Yes. Of course. But the advice would be, of course, if they're truly looking to increase their confidence, would be if, if they can get in touch with, with a coach near them and they will be more than happy to help help out. If they're in a position where they're unable to afford a coach, I would suggest read books on self help. Of course, they're not as being an author myself, I know they're not as impactful as actually speaking to somebody face to face. Yes. But it does help. Okay. okay. So that, that would be my advice. That's, that's a amazing
0: that's amazing uh so so uh, you were saying you were born confident or you had the build to be confident and and that that was amazing. no
1: I've, I was I like I said I had a blessing that I was born
0: confident okay okay and 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 this this of course made your managers very uh weary of you and it was difficult
1: for them to find anything fa- faulty in your, in your work? Absolutely, because on top of that, of course, back then, I did not know the term that, that was used, but now that I think of it and now that I've studied it, I realize what it is. It's Even back then, I was a peak performer myself. Okay. Okay. All right. I just didn't know that the, that the term of what I was doing was called peak performance.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes. So it's the same thing with me.
1: So, so,
0: I, I didn't, I never knew the term of mindfulness until someone told me, Oh, wow, you are a very
1: mindful person. Really? I never knew that. Absolutely. Yes. We see every day we learn something new. Every day is a learning, learning day. Uh-huh. Yeah, of um, course. So Coming back, coming back to, to the original question, right? Because of these, these blessings that I had, I was also called a hopper because, you know, I kept hopping between jobs because I would never be happy in any, any, any job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then finally, from, finally, you know, one day I thought, you know, I've had enough of this nine to five grinds and having bosses over me and I just want to go freelance. And so I became a corporate trainer. I started training for first aid. I started training for management and leadership. I started training for physical intervention, for conflict management. Okay, okay. And then... And then one day I was just, you know, surfing the internet, and I came on on, uh, YouTube and I came across, uh, it was a program on uh, Mr. Tony Robbins. Amazing, amazing, amazing individual and human being. Absolutely. And when I started watching, I got so intrigued by what he was saying that, you know, I started watching, looking for all his programs available on YouTube, and then I ordered some of his books. I read his books, watched almost all his videos that are available out there. And then I was like, you know what? I I want to get into this. I think this is this is me. This is what I feel like that's my comfort zone. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. exactly. So you know, like that's that's my element. And then I wasn't sure that okay, if I do become a life coach, what do I teach? And then I came, happened to come across across uh, a program that uh, that was being done by Mr. Dean Graziosi, okay. and he, in a very beautiful way, explained how you can you know, narrow down your bullseye into a uh, into a dot and figure out what is it that you can you can teach. And then I realized, well, for me, beat performance is what matters because that's something that I was born with. Yes, and and I've and I've got and, and and trust me, I've I've worked with quite a few companies while I was hopping. Okay. So I've got a lot of experience experience as well, whether it comes to an entry level thing or whether it comes to senior management, I've I've been through it all. Okay. Okay. So that's when I realized, okay, this is going to be my niche, and this is and that's what my book is about as well: how to attain peak performance.
0: That's that's amazing. That's amazing. So. Uh, what I really would like to know is uh, number one, could you could you explain more? You know, what's a peak performance individual? Uh, what what does he uh, what does he do? Or how do how would I, I know if I'm a peak performant performance performance uh, individual? And um, uh, how does mindfulness play its role? In,
1: Okay, first of all, I'll, I'll explain what a peak performer is. A peak performer is somebody who's, who does a lot more in in, in, in a in a less time. So you're basically, the, your your productivity increases. Okay. You know, a lot of times we do things like we start multitasking just to finish things in time. Or, and in the process, we end up doing just, just about finishing, you know, just about completing the task. And it may not be a task of quality. And sometimes we may even end up screwing ourselves further yeah. because of trying to multitask. Exactly. So peak performance basically trains your mind how to focus on one particular thing and finish it quick. Okay. So you have time to finish the rest. Okay. Um, next question, like how would you know if, if if you are a peak performer, you'll know that you won't be stressed while you're doing your job. For you, everything will come naturally. It'll be a flow. You'll be in a flow state. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And and the main indicator to know that you are in your flow state is when you're you're so engrossed in what you're doing that you don't even realize what time it is. Yes, exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. This is, this is how... Your time I-
1: will just fly by like...
0: Yeah, yeah, this is how I I, I would feel uh, when I'm um, totally in my element, talking to you and other uh, uh, awesome individuals and coaches around the world and here in Egypt, and look at the time and say, oh my God, it's it's, it's past five. I mean, exactly. I, I, I have to go and eat. I'm going to continue. So, so actually, my stomach is is the one that talks to me and says, hey, I'm a bit hungry. But don't you want to go and eat? So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. But, but I, I want to uh, have your take or your understanding because a lot of people have this um, uh, argument that we can all multitask and um, if you've read, you know, the, the book called Limitless of uh, uh, Jimmy Kewick, I, I think if I pronounced yeah. the, the author, right? Uh, he he said... Uh, he said that there is no such thing as multitasking because the brain cannot uh, uh, concentrate on uh, on two things at the same time. It's it's uh, scientifically impossible to do that. You have to concentrate on one thing, do it good, and then do the other. But in, in what they're doing or what they saying because I can type at the same time, I can uh, do my mobile and at the same time, I can watch it. So this is not this is not multitasking. Uh, this is what I understand you can also elaborate if
1: I'm uh, off the top or something. See, my take on this is simple. There are certain things that you can multitask and there are certain things you can't. For example, I can have a cup of coffee and enjoy my croissant at the same time. Okay. But having said that, I cannot prepare a presentation and write a book at the same time. Okay. So my take is yes, certain things you can multitask, and certain things you can't at all, even if you try.
0: But so even I'm on a
1: fifty.
0: 50- even the coffee and the croissant, you're not really actually multitasking. You're, you're eating uh, some here and you're drinking. I mean, you're not. Uh, you're not going to do
1: it at the same time, are you? It'd be difficult. I don't know no not really but it goes hand in hand so it's considered as okay one thing okay you know like okay let me give another example you can you can drive your car and talk on the phone at the same time that's
0: if you if you if you if you have a, a car phone system hands free. hands
1: free but if you your on hands free yeah.
0: Yeah, if you're talking
1: not handheld of course and I wouldn't even advise anybody to be holding their phone and driving at the same time but if you're on hands-free yes you're driving even that is not considered safe to be honest nowadays because yeah. your attention goes away and that's exactly the point so anything that takes your attention away from another task is not good
0: okay alright so so we a peak you have to be mindful, right? I mean, you know, because I'm a mindful person. Absolutely. Coach. So I, I'm really interested to know how, how can a, a peak performer like yourself, how does mindfulness play a role in your, in
1: your life? Again, mindfulness and peak performance, they go hand in hand. You cannot become a peak performer if you are not mindful of yourself, if you're not self-aware. So there's certain things to achieve peak performance, you have to go through first. Con- being confident is one of them. If you're not confident, you can never be a peak performer. Likewise, if you want to be a peak performer, you have to be mindful as well. So yes, mindfulness and peak performance, they go hand in hand. You cannot just do either one. It has to be both. Okay, okay, all
0: right, okay. So So that, that's... Uh, that's really really interesting so so from your from what you're saying that i, I might be a, a peak performer a person also because i i'm supposedly mindful
1: again everyone everyone is a peak performance performer everyone yeah. is a peak performer they just don't know it yet
0: okay 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 so um, uh again i i just wanted to uh repeat this part of the mindfulness how how did it help you to, or pivoting it to you in your career how did it help you become such a such a uh, an awesome coach i mean uh, definitely uh, you didn't know that at the time that it was called mindfulness i don't know if you knew it maybe being present being aware these are the words that uh, that would be uh, around but how did you know that your being mindfulness helped you become in that area Uh, is there certain things that happened on the way in your journey
1: well see first of all Mo let's talk about what is mindfulness mindfulness is being you know self aware self aware of your present self aware of of your future now if I may use the example here we are sitting having this podcast but can you feel what your what your right leg is feeling right now uh no not really but now that i have mentioned it i'm sure you're feeling it yes exactly so you see every day we get like billions of information fed into our subconscious mind right and then they filter and what they feel is not necessary for us to know They pass that on to us and then we think about that right exactly now for me the kind of person i am i was again blessed with this gift that i already knew how to control the messages in my subconscious mind of course discovering more has helped me to master the art but back then also i was getting the information the control over some things which helped me in in becoming a peak performer okay. okay now this is not something that that you know only some people are are blessed with or no everyone has the same abilities it's how you utilize it okay and that's exactly why you and i are doing what you and i are doing yeah you know? exactly we are helping right. people we are helping people achieve that control over their subconscious mind Yes. I mean, I can go into more details, more intricate details into this, especially if you're aware of the person, uh, Bob Proctor, because he has explained this beautifully
0: how the I subconscious
1: heard... mind gets the, the... Yeah, and... yeah, I heard the
0: name. Uh, I think I read his book, uh, The Unconscious. I, I don't know if he's the one who who wrote the book on uh, the unconscious or the sub- subconscious I can't re- really remember uh, uh, the, the, the author but uh, I, I read a book called The Subconscious where um, if you if you are sick, for example, uh, if you have like cancer if, if you subcon- uh, you build your subconscious that you're going to get well and you're going to get well and you keep on saying that eventually, you do get well I mean with no with no drugs or anything this is what the, what, what he says I't I, I really don't know maybe uh, it happened once in one case but but I believe if you keep on saying the same thing to your subconscious for example uh, um, you know I will fail I would fail I would fail and keep on saying and repeating those, that word and so it becomes part of your your thinking. Everything you do, you see, I failed. So, so you know, you want you want justification, and 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 that that uh, what what you said to your subconscious is true. It's coming out true. So, uh, yes, I, I believe the subconscious plays a lot of part in your line of work with my line of work because if people believe they're confident, and believe they can live mindfully. I, I think they can become. Amazing individuals and amazing uh, human beings, but if they, believe, if they believe they cannot achieve it uh, and uh, they have a fixed mindset, then they will not, not ever get to, to wherever they want. And I, I believe this is what differs us from those who are, who have fixed mindset uh, uh, thinking.
1: Absolutely, but. See, as, as as us life coaches we would refer to that as, as the belief system mm. that you, you can't do something no matter how much you try you'll never be able to do it because deep inside your your belief is that you can't do it
0: yes yes
1: so if you change your belief system and you start saying that start believing that no this is easy I can easily do this yes you don't even have to try hard and you'll be able to do it yes
0: exactly exactly. Exactly. I have, I mean, you, you know that you, you have to be, always surround yourself with uh, those people who support you uh, and uh, of course you would know that because uh, of your line of work and my line of work, I, I always support myself with uh, a certain amount of people, they're not a lot, but they are the people who believe what I believe, they're the people who, who understand what I'm doing, who, who give me, you know, a push in the future. Yes, do it, encouragement. I, they don't necessarily need, need to, I mean, find me a job, get me something to be paid, or whatever. I just need someone to say, yes, keep on doing, you're doing great, you're going after your, your dreams. So I think it's really important to to have that kind of uh, 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 people with you, because most people in Egypt, and, and people that are close to me, I, I don't know if that's true or not, they're very negative. I mean, I know human beings are negative creatures that have ne- negative thoughts by nature, but they're all negative. They don't want to change the status quo. They like what they have, even if they're complaining. But it's better to complain for something they, they understand than to risk something they don't understand and and and, and have a fear and have the fear of failing.
1: See, abso- ab- you're absolutely right, Mo there are two kinds of mindsets the fixed mindset and the growth mindset yes fixed mindset as you explained you know they're like happy in their comfort zone they don't want to you know come out of that zone they're they they're just taking each day as it comes and and that's it they're happy where they are and then you have the growth mindset who's the complete opposite they may be happy in the comfort zone but they want to step out of that zone they want to achieve more they want to do more I think you and I both have that growth mindset, which is why we are here trying to help others grow. Exactly. Yes. Of course. Of course. Right. Now, between between the two, you know, I will always advise, that even the viewers, I'll advise that if you are surrounded with people who have a fixed mindset or or who have were were full of just negative thoughts, I would say, you know what? Get up, walk out of that room and go and surround yourself with people who have a growth mindset. Yes. But the yes. problem is a lo- there are a lot of people who have the fixed mindset and they're happy where they are and they don't want to move out.
0: Yes, yes. And, and they don't want to move out. And I, I think uh, they are, they're always looking at uh, others' success and telling themselves Oh, I wish I, I was like that person, I wish I had that amount of money I wish I had that car, I wish I had that house, I wish I had that kind of life uh, And they don't know that uh, For example, uh, you know, uh, soccer players or uh, football You're in England, so I, I was talking to someone from the States yesterday So she was saying soccer, I told her, we'll never agree on the, the terminology So football, uh, you know that most footballers they, they struggle to become the best. And when they do, they get all the money they deserve. So those negative people will always look at the end product. They want to be to have the money. They don't want to go through the journey. It's too it's too difficult. And, and and you cannot achieve your dream without going through difficult times. And this is what I keep on saying to to, to people who come and ask me. Uh, how how can you be always positive when there is always negative around you? Tell them I, I'm absolutely. I'm, I'm always
1: positive, even if if there is negativity. See again, if I if I use an example, right? For example, if I ask you a question, Mo, do you want to be rich? Can you answer that question for me?
0: Uh, I would answer uh, no. I don't want to be.
1: Be okay, fair. Now, you know, I get a lot of people who say, who come to me and say, oh, I want to be rich. And I ask them, okay, you want to be rich, so what's stopping you? Why aren't you rich? Exactly. And they, and they just look at me baffled. They don't understand my question at that point, right? And I say, look, you want to be rich? Great. What are you doing about it? Exactly. And they're like, "What do you mean?" I say, "Look, if I if I ask you, Mo, would you would you ever kill a person? What will you say?" I would say, "No." No. At the same time, if I come and I cover your mouth and your nose and I and I don't let you breathe, and there's a knife next to you, what is the first thing you will do?
0: I'll hold the knife and try and defend myself.
1: There you go, so you will kill me. Yes. Now, yes. why are you doing that? You're doing that because you your priority at that point is to save your life. Exactly. So if you want to be rich, what are you doing about it?
0: If they're saying nothing,
1: then it's... Wish, then that wish. means that you don't really... Yeah. It's exactly. That means, exactly. That that means that, no, you don't want to be rich or you, okay, you're fair enough. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. You want to be rich, but you don't know how to. Mm -hmm. But then that's a silly excuse because if you really want to do something, you will do it. Exactly. This is what I, I I always tell people, if you want to
0: do something, if you want to get out of where you want, you can do it. They look at me and they think I'm a I'm an alien from outer space. I'm no alien. I'm a normal human being with, with, with hopes, dreams. Uh, I have my ups, my downs. Uh, I have my good days, my bad days. But I try to surround myself with good people. I try to surround myself with people who I can collaborate, who have interesting things to add to my knowledge, to their knowledge. And at the same, at the same time, I go, I go after my dream. I, I run after it. I run, I run after it with all my might. It's not, it's not like uh, if I'm a full-time uh, career person that I'm fighting for my job or fighting for my uh, dream. I'm just fighting to live the next month to get my paycheck. That's all of all the fighting I get. But we, both of us, we fight to be present, to be here, to be available. And it's never an easy job. But we do it because we believe in it more than it, uh, is just sitting around saying, "Yeah, I want to be like uh, jump sheet, oh, wow, big performance." Uh-huh. that's a nice word to say. I put it on a business card, you know, or a mindfulness coach. Or put it on the business card. But you practice these things? This is the whole thing. Are you are you are you getting to that point or not? So 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 this is. The, the problem with people who have fixed mindset, they wish they want to do something, but they don't want to do it.
1: See, the thing is, a lot of people want to become a life coach for the wrong reasons as well. And, you know, if you look at the statistics, out of, out of every 100 coaches that, that, that come up, only 20 are successful. So almost 80% fail within the first three years. But that's it's the, the reason will. being their motive exactly now uh, it's all because of the motive yeah you know a lot of people actually come into this into this trade into this industry for I mean don't get me wrong it, it is almost a, a 2.5 billion dollar industry but a lot of people come into it for the money and in the process they end up messing everything for the actual genuine 20%. Who are yes. actually here not for the money but for the intentions of making a difference in this world exactly. to be able to help people to make a difference in their life yes exactly exactly i mean a lot of people i come across i come across a lot of clients who who, who actually don't even know how to set a goal You know, if you ask them, oh, what is your goal? Oh, my goal is to be, the most common exam- answer I'll give you, my my goal is to be a millionaire, and to have a big house, and to have a Ferrari. Hmm. Okay, that's well and good, but that no, I'm sorry, that's not a goal.
0: Yeah, exactly, it's not a goal at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I always tell because them- Because your
1: goal you know, needs to be something-
0: Needs to be smart, measurable- Your goal enough. needs
1: to be something more realistic and measurable. Yes, yes, yes. You know, just by saying, just by saying that, oh, you want this and this and this. That's, that's a dream. That can be a dream. Yes. That can be wishful thinking. Exactly. But I'm sorry, that is not. And then, you know, a lot of people also are afraid. They think, oh, he, he's a coach. or oh, he's going to be super expensive. Mm. Yeah. No, that's also a myth. That is also a myth. I mean, Every time I take on a client, I give them 30 minutes of free consultation. Yes. And in that free consultation, I see what do they need and if I'm able to provide them what they need. And on top of that, I also see how our, how we create a rapport. And if, if I feel that, no, I'm not comfortable dealing with this person, no matter who, no matter who that person may be, I just say, sorry, I would, I would suggest you find another coach.
0: Yes, no, that's that true. I, I do the, the same thing. Um, actually, uh, I, I had this person uh, I, who, uh, who I approached today or yesterday on LinkedIn, and she was saying that, well, uh, that she, she left her job or she was uh, laid off and so on. So I approached her and I told her, Hey, okay, have you ever thought of uh, uh, contacting a coach, uh, a life coach, or a mindfulness coach? Uh, and and I know that her at, at the back of her mind that if I'm offering her a service, she won't be able to pay. So I told I told her to set her heart at ease. So I told her, don't worry, the first session is, is for free, just come and we, we, we'll we see uh, what we can do. So uh, I can help you because I, I, I don't want to take someone on and mislead him, mislead her and take her money and then I didn't do anything except uh,
1: being something, someone. See, absolutely, but that, yeah. that's that's the difference. I mean, we are here because we want to genuinely make a difference in the world. Yeah. yeah. But there are people who will be like, oh, this is how much I'll charge. Oh, sorry. I can't pay you. Oh, okay. I'll give you a payment plan. Uh, sorry. I, can't, I still can't pay you. Okay. How much can you pay? They become persistent like that. because. You know, I've actually I've actually called up a few coaches myself, just you know, just to see how they respond to to clients, you know, just to learn the trade a little little more firsthand. And I've actually experienced this myself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So end of the day, end of the day, it's fun. It's not everybody is here for the money. Yeah.
0: yeah. I I actually I, I've done I I've explained this. Also this year, because I, I started to take uh, coaching uh, coaching sessions for branding, for for personal branding, you know, uh, uh, to brand my, my uh, the name of uh, my brand and uh, to, to, to brand myself as a mindfulness coach on you know Instagram and TikTok and all those social media outlets. And the interest interesting thing is. The coach that I, I, I was uh, working with, she's she's a wonderful person, she's amazing. Uh, but you know, she was not really persistent on the money. She just asked me, when can you send me the money, tomorrow after tomorrow, even after I finished the session, after two days, three days. And she was not, you know, she was not that expensive. Uh, and until and, and now, uh, I, I, I work with her, I ask her uh, on a friendly basis because we became Uh, such good friends that that now i just ask her and she gives me her honest opinion you know free of charge but what i'm saying is yes the people have this misconception that we are expensive and and we are expensive because we are very few and that that is not true i mean you know um so tell me uh what, what would your advice be for people who want to be coaches uh do, do people have to have a certain, you know, uh, char- character, skills, uh, or anyone can be a coach? Because I, I, I you know, when I started, uh, a lot of people came came to me and told me, should "You should work as a coach. You're a good listener. You're, you know, you listen well. You, you, so why don't you be a coach?" So, so, the, the, so this is my part. I, I listened to them. I, I went on the, on their way, even though I, I never wanted to be a coach, but. Uh, I said, yeah, that's uh, that's the uh, tip- typical uh, growth of myself. I have to be there. So what would you say to people who want to be coaches? Is there certain characteristics they, ha- they have? Should they leave their current job or, or
1: keep their job? Well, that is totally up to the individual, but it all depends on the, on the person's background. If the person has mm-hmm. enough savings to sustain themselves for the first two, three years on it, because it can take up to two, three years for a coach to establish themselves completely. Uh, You may have clients this month. There's no guarantee that you'll have clients the month after. So as long as you have enough backup for yourself, you can can go full-time into it and leave your job. But I will always suggest, no, stick to your current job. Do start your coaching as a side hustle. Feel the waters. And if you feel that this is what you really want to do and you want to continue doing that, then slowly, slowly transition yourself out of your em- employment and go full-time into your freelancing. Yes. yes. Um, also somebody who's, who wants to become a coach, end of the day, remember, coaching industry does not have any regulatory board. So anybody can wake up tomorrow and claim themselves to be a coach. I would always suggest if you want to become a coach, there are certain industries who, certain companies, sorry, who who actually certify. Even I certify my coaches. It's always good to go with somebody who's already been there, who's who already has a name out there and and is and is known, because then you have a certain credential to come back. I mean, uh, there are a lot of people like who who graduate, get a certification from X, Y, and Z they'll come to me and they'll tell me, can I work with you for a few days? And I ask them, okay, where did you get your credentials from? When they tell me where they got their certification from, and if I, somebody that I've never heard of, I tell them straight up, sorry, I'm not working with you. Mm-hmm. Reason being, you're going to go on and say that you work with Catalytic Coach or you work with Jamshed. If you screw up, it'll be my reputation at stake. Yes, 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 exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: So, so that's why it's important to know where you're coming from and who exactly. you're getting your certifications from.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, um, uh, an interesting question, uh, because there's always a discussion in, in Egypt, I don't know, in, in England, is this the same thing or not? Why do you think companies, big companies don't like, you know, uh, employ uh, coaching services to their uh, employees? I mean. Why is coaching not uh, not involved in, in big companies? I mean, you don't have to be uh, a, a company or, or an individual, a coach employed in, 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 the, in their company, but you can be, you know, like a, a higher
1: freelance coach,
0: higher freelancer. But, but why, why? I I I cannot find companies here in Egypt that
1: encourage people to be coached. I don't know why. See it's all again being educated about the industry. Like you wanted to know you, the, what it's like in the UK. UK almost every major company hires the coaching service.
0: Okay.
1: Even if even if they have branches abroad internationally, even they they send coaches over to coach this employees and stuff over there as well. Again, it's end of the day. It's all about being educated about the industry. Maybe coaching is not very popular and not well known in Egypt. I don't know. You will know better.
0: No, it is. It is It is popular and it is well known. Uh, unfortunately, like you said, the 80% uh, we'll give it a bad name. Give it a bad name here in Egypt. The, the 80%. Uh, un- unfortunately, also uh, we have uh, uh, the International Coaching Federation. Egypt. Um, so again, Egyptian companies here uh, like to to, to to talk with people who have credentials. So ICF is a, has a strong influence in, in Egypt, even though I, I I don't believe it should be the only one. I mean I I'm I'm a certified mindfulness coach from a company called Happitude. It's an, a big Indian company. A, it has glo- a global reach. Where uh, like over 200 coaches globally, but we all deal in a certain niche, which is mindfulness and happiness. We don't go. We don't have like relationship coaches. We don't have parenting coaches. We don't have career coaches. We don't have I don't know psychology coaches or whatever. or because there are different branches here in Egypt. So many of them. I really don't really understand. Uh, each one. I mean, uh, for me, uh, the main branches in Egypt would be, you know, life coach, career coach, relationship coach, because they're all related as as part of one aspect.
1: Of the career. So then, part of- yeah, go see, ahead. from what you have said, it seems like there's there's no niche that that targets these uh, multinationals or businesses in Egypt. Like businesses would need executive coaches or a business coach. Or, or a peak performance, performance coach. Apart from this, a, a life coach itself is most mostly for individuals. Yeah. Um, relationship coach says it all who they are for. Happiness coach, again, the name says it all. It's not related to the corporate sector.
0: No, but but we have, in happy to, we have happiness for workplace, happiness coach for workplace. So he's certified or she's certified as a happiness coach, but she, uh, she or he applies certain criteria for the workplace. So that's, right. uh, that's the difference. Relationship course uh, uh, coach is important in the in in a corporate because the problem is that uh, things are uh, you know you can finish uh, certain things in a, in a company if you have a good relationship, If you have a bad relationship Nothing will ever be uh, done if, even if you do it by the book. Like, I sent the email, I waited for the service level agreement, and so on and so forth. So this is what I meant. I, I don't mean, you know, relationship push as in, you know, uh, husband and wife or brother and sister or uh, father and son or whatever. Yes, these are part of it, but like, they should also have this part in the relationship coaching which is uh, employee.
1: And- no, no, of course. Of course, of course. Team, there's team relationship. There's, there's exactly. management and uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely understand that. But end of the day, from what I can understand, it all comes down to the marketing. That how people market themselves.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And I, I think, I, I think there is also, you know, some kind of a, a fear from the top management. If you coach your 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 employees, so they they will learn something new, so they might leave your company and go for. Different company, and and I think that philosophy is really is really wrong because because when you, when you help someone open someone a way or a new opportunity presents itself to someone, this is uh, something good because you're building character for him, you're building his dream, you're helping him achieve whatever he wants. Even if he doesn't stay, you will always have this loyalty part that he is loyal to that, even if he's an ex-employee, I'm loyal to that company because it helped me uh, uh, achieve uh, my dream or start my dream. So this, this so this is, you know, that's the issue here in Egypt. I don't know if it's in
1: the UK or, or, or not. In the UK, not at all. Oh, like I said, almost every company either has an in-house coach or hires the services of a freelance coach.
0: Okay. okay.
1: okay. It's very popular
0: I, I, I hope I hope it becomes popular in Egypt, and I hope uh, uh, you uh, when you come and visit Egypt uh, and go and see the pyramids. You know, the most important thing is you come and see the pyramids. You visit our new uh, our, our museums, the, the civilization one. I haven't visited it yet. I don't have time at all to go and see. It. But if you come, I, I'll make time, uh, and you go see the pyramids. I mean. Uh, it's amazing, and of course, uh, old Cairo, uh, which is uh, the uh, Islamic part, it has so much, uh, so much history. Uh, because I used to take photos, uh, I used to go down uh, old Cairo. It makes it makes me feel, you know, uh, I feel I go back in time, you know, centuries and sh- centuries,
1: and just try and imagine. Absolutely, so, absolutely, and so, yeah, yeah. So I, I have, got, I have actually been to. I've actually been to Egypt a couple of times before and I have seen the pyramids all right <laughs> in fact um Alexandria Egypt happens to be my second favorite city in the world okay all right I absolutely absolutely love it and yes like you said rightly Egypt is the is the center of civilization okay and why why did the so Western,
0: uh, why does Alexandria especially because, For me, Alexandria, I I always see it uh, as a special city in my heart, not just because I'm an Egyptian, but because it it always reminds me of Greece. So I always feel that I'm in Greece, not in Egypt. Uh,
1: It's very similar. Well, you can can stand in the shore and look at Greece in front anyway. (laughs) But no, for me, I love Alexandria because of the history, because of the history there as well. I love the old part of the city where the architecture is up the french architecture is absolutely beautiful yes and yes. not to forget the beautiful mediterranean sea right up front of course, of course. that's amazing so so uh,
0: i wanted to ask you if you can share with me one word or one phrase that describes you as a coach or as a person
1: what would it be as a Coach or as a person, right now after understanding everything, I will say I'm a big performer. <laughs> okay,
0: that's great. That's great. So finally, uh, what is your dream, Jamshed? What, what what's what's your dream uh, in the coming few years?
1: Where where do you want to be? Where do I want to be? I want to be where I am now. Only difference being that i want to be able to help as many people as i possibly can okay so that they can achieve their dreams
0: that's 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 really awesome that's really great i mean it's amazing i always love uh, connecting with people who have the same passion of uh, helping people and being of service to people because you know at the end of the day at the end of our our lives uh, the one thing is our good deeds towards our fellow human beings. This is my, my belief. If I am good with my fellow human beings and help uh, whoever needs help anyway, any you will always come back to me tenfold because you know, helping someone it's, it's, it always gives me a, 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 good, a good feeling. I, I, I'm
1: guessing it's the same with you. Oh, yes, absolutely. See, for me, apart from being a corporate peak performance coach and an author, I also happen to be a Muslim coach. So because, you know, there's a lot of taboo on the topic as well. A lot yes. of Muslims don't don't want to go to a coach. They say it's all hocus pocus and all that. Mm-hmm. So I actually help people using the Quran and the Sunnah of how to make themselves better.
0: Okay, that's amazing. That's amazing. They, they should include that here in Egypt the uh, Muslim.
1: Good line of business. <laughs> Let me... True, true. But then again, yeah. see, again, it's not just—it's not just for business. It's actually for generally wanting to help people.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Because um, uh, our our Sheikhs and imams here in Egypt are are—they're very good, very good uh, uh, thinkers, and, and, and they have uh, lovely ideas. But they might not be, you know, easy to talk to. Not like I'm talking to you. If I want to come as a as a Muslim uh, uh, to, to talk to you about Islam uh, in terms of coaching, or if you to help me, then I, I would, you know, I would feel more at ease because you are not, you're not an imam, so so you going to explain it to me as if uh, I, I need to be explained slowly, and uh, that it's not assumed that I understand everything
1: Absolutely, it's all about gaining the knowledge of the deep.
0: Yes, yes, it's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you, Jamshid, for t- today. Uh, I really, uh, I really was uh, uh, honored and really humbled that you came on, uh, on our show. Uh, uh, I was, I'm filled with a lot of grat- gratitude and uh, and really, such a awesome peak performer.
1: Let me put it that way. Yeah. Awesome peak performer coach. <laughs> but, so, well, but I am the one who is honored and humbled by your invitation to come on your show today
0: thank you, thank you very much and I hope uh, inshallah we see you soon in Egypt the land of the pharaohs and uh, uh, and, I, and I, you come and visit me and we, we, we do amazing things in Egypt inshallah
1: inshallah, looking forward to that
0: inshallah, thank you very much and uh, thank you all thank for you. listening uh, to, to the, in today's uh, episode Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, God bless you, Uh, be safe and be mindful.